I'm telling you, it was not Jason. It was not. Jason did not compete for Finland at last weekend's Eurovision Song Contest. No, it's not. Hang on, look. Okay, so Jason likes a bit of wrestling. Okay, he may or may not have an Incredible Hulk costume laying around. Okay, he is partial to some pretty heavy rock. Okay, he probably would wear those spiky trousers. It's not Jason! I've had enough of this. Just go and ask him, will you? Okay, I'll start the news by myself then, shall I? Oh, he's gone. Well, here goes. Hit it. When anyone mentions trading card games, it's usually Magic the Gathering, Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh that still remain top of most people's lists. Many have come to try and play with the big boys with mixed successes, like Keyforge, Digimon, Transformers, Final Fantasy and Dragon Ball Z, to name just a few. We know Disney is attempting to break into the trading card market with the upcoming Yulorkana, which has an impressive plan going ahead with multiple big releases over the first few years after launch. Now Fantasy Flight wants in on the game with the announcement of a TCG based on one of its favourite IPs, Star Wars, with the introduction of Star Wars Unlimited. It's not the first time that Star Wars has been treated to a trading card game, oh no. The company Decipher produced Star Wars, the customisable card game, from late 1995 all the way through until 2021. I still have my decks floating around from my college days. Yes, I'm that old. Star Wars Unlimited will feature iconic heroes, villains, ships and settings from the entire Star Wars universe, including movies, TV series, comic books and video games. According to the recent announcement, Unlimited will be an accessible to all players card game with no gimmicks that will receive three sets every year with organised play events from weekly store-level community experiences to worldwide large-scale events intended to be ready from launch. The new trading card game will feature new artwork that will have a cohesive style and will include alternate cards and variants designed for collectors. Fantasy Flight previously published a collectible card game inspired by Star Wars Universe back in 2016, called Star Wars Destiny, before cancelling the game at the beginning of 2020 for undisclosed reasons. Star Wars Unlimited is set to be launched globally sometime in 2024, with details set to be released in the run-up to launch. We're going to stick with Fantasy Flight, and another of their IPs is the announcement of a new cooperative Marvel title. Marvel Dagger, a brand new board game featuring iconic heroes and villains from across the Marvel comics. Earth is in danger, when isn't it? Nefarious forces threaten the world as we know it, and only a small team of heroes can come to its rescue. With the enemy minions closing in and innocents in peril, those heroes must work together to stop the villain's plans and save the world. But can you do it in time? 
In this game, for one to five players, you'll jump into the role of one of 20 heroes and race across the globe to complete missions, battle enemies, and square off for the final showdown against the Nemesis. Wield a power of different heroic aspects to match your ideal playstyle. Then pull off strategic combos with your fellow heroes and wait for the perfect moment to unleash your ultimate ability. Team up with your allies and take on global threats from some of Marvel's most dangerous villains. The focus of the game is on using teamwork with your fellow heroes to resolve crises around the world and strengthen yourselves in time to take on the baddie. And what's the best way to work together in a game like this? One word is combos. There are two types of combo tokens, empowered tokens and primed tokens. When a hero becomes empowered, they can later discard their empowered token to add one success to any attribute test they perform. When the enemy is primed, a hero attacking that enemy can remove a primed token from them to add one success to the attack result. Not bad, right? But those are just the most basic uses for these tokens, and it turns out the heroes can do a lot more. Each hero has at least one combo ability that requires either an empowered token on themselves or a primed token on an enemy to trigger. Triggering these combo abilities comes with an extra benefit, advancing the team-up track. The team-up track is a resource shared by all heroes and is used to pay for the team-up abilities, the strongest abilities in each hero's arsenal. Speaking of heroes, there are 20 to choose from, split into 10 pairs, represented by double-sided hero sheets. Each hero in a pair has similar powers and or deep ties to one another. But even if their powers are similar, their play styles can be very different. You're asking why are they in pairs then? Well, the answer to that is twofold, strategy and support. With tons of replayability and an all-star cast of some of Marvel's greatest heroes, Marvel Dagger is a thrilling game of teamwork, action and strategy. Do you think you have what it takes to save the world? We'll find out when Marvel Dagger releases in June. A cooperative board game inspired by the video games Breath of the Wild and Shadow of the Colossus has returned to Kickstarter with hopes of crowdfunding a leaner and more polished version of their first title, Leviathan Wilds. The fast-paced title is designed by a group of Fantasy Flight and Z-Man Games veterans who struck out on their own to form the publisher Moon Crab Games. Leviathan Wilds follows in the footsteps of Skulk Hollow and follow-up Mall Peak as a board game about climbing towering constructs, but the moment-to-moment -moment action has much more in common with the stamina-based climbing in Breath of the Wild. The creators reportedly love the feeling of scrambling up rock faces, gliding across gaps and surging over the first few inches between the player character and a ledge at the top. Up to four players channel that spirit as they use customizable decks of cards to move across one of 15 different leviathans in a bid to clear away crystal protrusions and heal their wounds, all while dodging the gargantuan beast's natural and magical defences. Players choose amongst seven core characters and an equal number of classes. The two accompanying decks are shuffled together to create a pool of resources, abilities and special skills. While climbing, characters can hunt down special mushrooms that grant bonuses or risk their lives to pull off 
daring glide manoeuvres that will cross great distances in a single gut-wrenching leap. Each Leviathan is represented across two pages of a spiral-bound book, a la Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. Players must tread carefully as they search out and destroy control crystals. Climb too eagerly and they might lose their grip and careless placement might earn them a face full of elemental fury. It's perilous work, but planning and coordination are key to victory. The previous iteration of Leviathan Wilds, which launched a Kickstarter campaign in June of last year, revolved around a sprawling campaign. Mooncrab ultimately cancelled that venture and took their inaugural board game back to the drawing board, trimming the campaign in order to focus on the core system's strength to be picked up and played any time. That campaign may or may not return as an expansion sometime in the future. The Kickstarter campaign for Leviathan Wilds runs through till June the 1st. De-emphasising combat in favour of stunts and teamwork makes for a unique design that's well worth checking out. And for the £45 price point for the standard box, that's not going to hurt too much either. With Warhammer Fest wrapping up recently, Age of Sigmar players were left a little underwhelmed compared to the 40k players once the Leviathan was unveiled, but Games Workshop still had some great reveals. The next Age of Sigmar campaign series has been revealed to be Dawnbringers and will be dropping sometime this summer, with all the rules and minis support you'd expect. Age of Sigmar lore masters will be aware that the name refers to the Dawnbringer crusades that set forth from Sigmarite strongholds to reclaim land from the forces of chaos, death and destruction. The Dawnbringers campaign focuses on the Twin-Tailed Crusade, a massive crusade setting forth from the plain-straddling city of Hamahal to reconquer territory in Akshi and Giran. The four heralds in question were shown off at the Manchester event. Their minis look great. Nurgle worshipping Fulgore, the miser, is particularly impressive, being a callback to the classic Citadel Chaos Champion miniature. Fury of the Fire Slayers has been less well received by the community, as the faction already has loads of powerful characters and lacks in the troops department. The sentiments of Fire Slayer players are, in the words of the great Tina Turner, we don't need another hero. Moving on from the Heralds, Oroch War Clans will soon be reinforced by the massive Moor Grunter, a big pig that is not only armoured up to the chops, but can also carry three hulking Iron Jaws Oroch warriors into battle. The long-awaited Cities of Sigmar refresh had a new unit revealed in the form of Free Guild Cavaliers. These heavily armoured and armed knights will be leading the charge in Dawnbringer Crusades everywhere while the original Cities of Sigmar faction was a ragtag bunch of old Warhammer fantasy battle units that didn't quite fit in with any of the new Age of Sigmar armies, the new Battletone will bring brand new units with a uniquely AOS flavour. You can see this is the angular, dark fantasy stylings of the Free Guild Cavaliers, who also reflect GW's drive to improve the diversity of its miniatures, with a fat lady knight being a particularly welcome inclusion. Speaking of Warhammer Fantasy Battle, its forthcoming new incarnation, Warhammer The Old World, had a slight showing at Warhammer Fest that was disappointing to many who were hoping for a larger reveal. What was shown was the first new miniatures for the game, heroes from the Bretonian and King Tombs factions. 
These fantastic-looking forge-weld resin miniatures are the first in what GW describe as a flood of new models for the old world, so hopefully we'll see more soon. Days of Wonder have just announced the latest city to get the Ticket to Ride standalone expansion treatment after London, San Francisco, Amsterdam and New York. And this time we're heading back to Europe to build trams and subways to connect classic landmarks around Germany's capital, Berlin. Ticket to Ride Berlin, the fifth release in the city's line by Alan R. Moon's celebrated game, will be available in August this year. This line is made of standalone games that are shorter and smaller than the classic edition. This version takes place in the current day. The map covers all of Berlin's downtown area from the Zoo, Alexanderplatz, Checkpoint Charlie, Brandenburg Gate. All these cultural references make it a joy to play. So go live the Berliner experience thanks to illustrations by Julien Deval and the tram and subway cars modelled after the capital's iconic transport. Just like in every other city edition, Ticket to Ride Berlin adds a new twist to the rules. Now you have to efficiently use the German capital's different methods of transport, trams and subways. You have to make careful choices since the number of tram and subway cars are limited. Those new trains add strategic choices that are accessible to beginners but will be especially enjoyable for experienced players. Another company, much less a company based on these fine shores of the UK, has had to close its doors with Kickstarter pledges yet to fulfil. Grimlord Games, who have published other games via Kickstarter, like Endure the Stars version 1 and 1.5, Village Attacks and Everrain. However, a recent update on the Kickstarter page for Village Attacks expansion, Grim Dynasty, has announced the company's insolvency. The post on the Kickstarter explained that with heavy hearts that after eight years of making games, Grimlord Games has entered insolvency with immediate effect and has ceased all activities. It went on to apologise to all of its backers still awaiting pledges. It blamed the pandemic and the increasing costs, especially shipping, to be the main factors in being able to bring this project to completion. Multiple avenues were explored before the decision was made, with the negotiations with various companies, generating additional funds and reducing running costs to their bare minimum. Grimlord Games has been taken control of by the insolvency firm FRP Advisory, with all future correspondence or queries being handled by them via a dedicated email address, grimlord at frpadvisory.com. It's sad to see yet another company that produced some pretty high-quality games go this way. So we're heading on over for the BGG Top 5 Hotness. So these games are on the list may already be out, due to come out or crowdfunding at the moment. It tends to be a list based on what people are searching for over on BoardGameGeek right now. So on to this week's top 5 games, making waves over on BoardGameGeek as of recording. And 5. Raising Robots, new into the top 5 and just launched over on Kickstarter, this sees you play as a famous inventor seeking to assemble the greatest collection of robots in this competitive, simultaneously played engine building game. And 4. Earth. Everyone is still loving the open world gameplay where you're strategically growing your own ecosystem with unique flora, 
fauna and terrains. In three. We mentioned it earlier, Star Wars Unlimited. So get prepped to fill your decks with heroes, villains and more from the Star Wars galaxy. In two. It's still up there, heat, pedal to the metal. Still maintaining a podium place, this racing game still isn't running out of fuel anytime soon. In one. And straight into the top spot is Terraforming Mars Prelude 2. The sixth expansion for Terraforming Mars focuses on cross-expansion effects, Prelude cards with ongoing effects and actions, and more project cards for your tableau. Not to mention five new corporations. And we're heading on over to crowdfunding. And this week, this is over on Kickstarter. It's called Uncharted Stars. It's for one to infinite players. It's going to take you 20 to 30 minutes to complete. It's aimed for people 10 years and over and ends on Sunday, June the 11th. Welcome to Uncharted Stars, an exciting roll and write print at home game designed by Scott Alms and illustrated by Tristan Rossin. In this game, you'll embark on a journey of exploration through the galaxy, hiring skilled officers and red shirts to aid you in your mission. You'll build robots, upgrade your ship and create space stations, all in an attempt to make your space exploration mission as rewarding as possible. However, your journey of exploration throughout the galaxy will not be easy. You'll face challenges along the way. Visiting asteroid fields, destroying alien ships and visiting distant planets. With each roll of the dice, you will be presented with new challenges and opportunities to advance your mission. So, grab your pen and get ready for an exciting journey through the galaxy with Uncharted Stars. As I said, Uncharted Stars is a print and play roll and write game that is playable for one to infinite amount of players and is played over 18 rounds with each round called a Star Calendar Day. Each player takes on the role of a captain of a small spaceship and has those 18 Star Calendar Days to explore as much of the galaxy as they can, all while hiring crew, visiting planets, defeating enemy ships, negotiating asteroid fields and upgrading your ship. The winner is the player who has most successfully explored the galaxy and hired the best crew. And on to the pledges. Well, I say pledges, I mean pledge. And it's just £5. I kid you not. As a roll and write, you get the digital download of the rules, and not one, but three versions of the player sheets. A full colour, a low colour, and a low colour draw your own. And why not save even more? Get those sheets laminated and some dry erase markers and you're good to go. And again, this project ends on Sunday, June the 11th. Oh, you're back. And what was the result? Well, the reason he said it wasn't him is because it wasn't. I told you it wasn't Jason. Or maybe if you squinted your eyes really... Oh, oh, it does look a bit like Jason. You know what this means, don't you? You probably need glasses. We'll get you into the opticians pretty sharp, young man, if that's the state of your eyesight. Right, say goodbye to everyone and we'll get that appointment booked. 
And it's a goodbye from me. Keep safe, meeples. Keep those dice rolling. The cards shuffling. And we'll be right here for you next week. <laughs>